1: Sisters, we are building a
2: school. That is right. We are partnering with Nguvu to build the Bright Future Academy
1: School in Tamale, Ghana. Nguvu is the Swahili word for strength. And Nguvu Foundation aims to serve underprivileged communities in Ghana by partnering with over 1,500 women to pick and produce sheer butter and its byproducts, providing them with fair pay and opportunities to support their families.
2: These women are truly strong, capable and productive.
1: However, sisters, we want to support them with a challenge that they face daily. Let us explain. These women are often the sole caretakers and breadwinners of their families.
2: And due to the predominance of poverty, they do not have access to nurseries or can provide some kind of care provision for their children whilst they work. So we are building the Bright Future Academy, which is a free preschool that will provide a safe environment and a high-quality education for the children of these hard-working women.
1: Our aim is to raise £10,000 in the next six months to be able to build furnish staff and open this school in early 2024 and we need your help to do that so
2: please please donate and you can always find out more information over at twomysisters.com
1: or in the youtube description or in our show notes help us to support our sisters in tamale by providing their children with a quality education and a bright future
3: how
2: the heck do you adult? You know what I mean? Like I do know really.
1: <laughs> By this age, you should have this. By this age, you should have that. Mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. that actually my reality? The older you get,
2: the more responsibilities come it your way. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It gets bigger it and harder.
1: Adulting is actually tiring. You can't achieve breakthrough if you are broken. Oh. You actually can't. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters around the world. And in today's podcast,
2: well, it's all getting a little bit too much. Dun, dun, dun. Dealing with the responsibilities of adulting, mm. dealing with adulting anxiety. Mm. Am I doing things right? Mm. Am I behind? Am I in front? I don't know what to do here. mm so it's giving existential crisis today yeah. and i thought it would be a great time to check in it's june yeah, coming towards july the end of june, end of june in fact way into the year
1: Yay.
2: halfway into the year and i think it's a conversation that we often have amongst ourselves with our friends yeah. around this whole thing we call adulting yeah. right like what does it mean to be a functioning adult what does it mean for the relationships with the people that we hold closest to yeah. us how do we know that we're doing things correctly right. especially when many of us are trying to navigate a situation or circumstance that is so removed from what adulting was in the 1950s yeah, 1960s yeah. or whenever our parents were just jollying Such around. A good point. So before we do get into that I believe we have a few housekeeping announcements. Gotta make sure that the room is swept.
1: sisters, sister and dear friends on the interweb. <laughs> we... <laughs> All of you. <laughs> <laughs> we are raising to build a school. We are building a school, a place of education <laughs> for children. Could you why be sitting
2: <laughs> like that under um, duress? I, I just want everyone school. to
1: know the magnitude of what it is that we are doing um, and the <laughs> fact that we need support, right? So we are fundraising and so many of you have been so generous, so kind, so supportive so far as to donate, give us words of encouragement as we are working on this project in partnership with the Nguvu Foundation to build the Bright Future Academy and we really need you to keep going. Honestly, your comments, your messages, the way you share all the posts concerning Mm -hmm. it on LinkedIn, Instagram, it's amazing. And if you can donate, even if you've donated before or you haven't yet, please, please, please hit that link in the description Mm -hmm. and in the podcast show notes to be able to make any donation of any amount. We appreciate you all so much. We actually couldn't do this without you. And yeah, the project is well underway. So thank you all so much let's, And let's keep going 10k by the end of the year We geez. are over the halfway mark We're, gonna we're over it. 6k Like we're near we're gonna And this is like it. a month in
2: That's crazy So honestly. yeah let's
1: go Let's go Let's go Money That's I for one. make <laughs> for Schools real. I for,
2: build. for real. Support us in our work Come on, somebody No but honestly Thank you so much sisters It's honestly a testament To the fact that This is a community exactly. That really is of integrity yeah. There are women here That really believe In the vision that we are trying to really create and manifest and yeah we are constantly in awe of the fact that you guys would trust us with your hard-earned coins. i know (laughs) we we about to talk about it in detail (laughs) um you know that many of you are you know going through it and you know we really appreciate every single thing you have sowed Mm -hmm. into this work and we thank you and we honor you for it so please 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 keep supporting us mm-hmm. and even the men that have been watching us recently that have been joining open mm-hmm. your pets it's time to do women's work it's baby. time to do women's come work on. open your pairs you had a lot to say so you should so. <laughs> <laughs> okay how about you say seed yeah <laughs> stop talking <laughs> do the work men's do work. The work um so yeah we appreciate all of you wherever you've come from yes. whether you've you know come across tms for the first time as you're listening to this thank you for even thank you for choosing us for real um yeah, do we have any
1: other housekeeping in the TMS International experiences? Oh, yes. Baby girl, We are flying out. As you can see, we're coming to you in the spirit of we're about to be in the sun where black women get some braids with some color. Hello, you already know. Do you know? No, because I feel like that's the unspoken you. rule. Like, once you already you know. Get anything above like a color four? I'm telling you, it's <laughs> holiday mode. So uh, as you can see, the color twenty seven in our hair. Is telling <laughs> you, <laughs> we're about to travel, <laughs> and we want you to come with us. Whether come you want now. to join us on trips to Bali, Ghana, South Africa, Mm. head to the link in the description, which will take you to the Sorted Chalet website. Shout out to Sorted Chalet. Couldn't do this without you. Um, And you can literally join us on an international trip. Imagine going to a place in the world you may have been to or may never have been to before with women who share your principles share Mm. the value for sisterhood and just want to make friendships Mm. good vibes good itineraries exploring a new place finding new parts of you and making friendships Mm. literally that's all we want to do as we explore the world together so if you want to join us on the TMS international experiences Mm -hmm. then please head to that link all right Oh, Courtney, you're
2: such a seller. Me too. I want to join this experience, but I've already come. So I can't sign up twice. (laughs) So sisters, please, please, please join us. It is life changing, transformative. The sisters that have been on the Tanzania trip can also attest to the Mm. fact that it's such a wonderful experience. So please, 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 if you can join us, we would love to have you sign up. Please do. But I do think that's it. That is is indeed the house is indeed swept. Even better since we ain't gonna be in the house for a minute because we outside. Come on, we're
1: outside.
2: We're outside. <laughs> we are gonna be in the beach house. You know what I'm saying? Well, city houses, beach houses. Come on, you name it, we're gonna be there. We're gonna be out. But there are other houses that we need to sweep. Mm,
1: let us do our work. And <laughs> it's ministry time. We've got a lot of
2: energy today. It's killing me. <laughs> I don't it's know why. It's um, I think it's actually because we're about to go on holiday. Like, yeah, oh, gonna, the, gonna, the the are, yeah, the vibes are The frosting. <laughs> The joy is coming. It's the warming happiest. up. <laughs> just wait till we come back over like, "Hi guys, welcome back we're to the podcast." Shut up. <laughs> but in order to help other sisters out there that are going through it, we have a ding, ding, ding dilemma. Let's get into it. So, hi sisters. Hi, sweetie pie. Hope you are good. We yeah, are. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. How are you? <laughs> I'm a sister all the way from South Africa.
1: Hey, SA so, up. Uh, st- if you ask them to
2: stand up, the whole thing will break <laughs> because you know the South African sisters—they always represent. You ask them, they'll overachieve <laughs> and we love it. We love it. I will never forget the day that I saw somebody actually take a register below, like yeah, one of our yeah. videos. I was like, "Dang, they
1: should do it every episode." St- That's why we're coming there, February twenty twenty-three.
2: Look, if you want us to come to your country, do you get what I mean? Be taking registers there like the South go. African sisters. Let us know where you're at. Anywho's so i have a dilemma yeah my cousin and i had a fallout sometime last year and i haven't spoken to her since mm. she recently contacted me and asked for clarity and she wanted to call but i told her i'm about to sleep the reason for our fallout is she had nasty things to say about my family and i mm. i have unknown I this deep oh. i have forgiven her in my heart and i've let go of the situation my only problem is i'm not ready to talk to her mm. i would rather text her than call The real issue is I haven't heard her say any of these things straight to my face, but someone told me she said those Mm. things. As soon as I found out, I posted something on my WhatsApp status, directing it to her and she blocked me. Mm. My dad told me that I should talk to her and hear her out, but I don't know if I want to because her approach was a bit arrogant. She asked to clarify stuff and not talk about the situation. I don't know if I'm being too hard on her and maybe I should hear her out. But a big part of me is just hesitant. Please help a
1: sister out. Oh, family tension is not fun. Mate. Especially when it comes to extended family, things can get very awkward. Very awkward. Uh, But I still think those relationships are important and they're worth maintaining. I do think... You definitely may need time to just simmer a bit and Mm. process through, you know, what you are feeling just so that when you do end up having a conversation, which I'm going to come to, it doesn't just become a blow up or you just, you know, shouting at her or you know, just presenting a lot of assumptions and not yourself being willing to engage in a discussion. Mm. So, or hear her out. But I would say that once you've kind of calmed down, it would be worth, especially if your relationship before was quite good or you were, did she say they were quite close before? Mm. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I think if you were friends before, then it would be worth having that conversation. That's like, yo, basically, yes, the indirect that I made on WhatsApp, if that's what she's asking for clarity over, was towards you because I had heard so-and-so. Mm. Can we, yeah, both get clarity on this situation? What did you say? What are you thinking and feeling? And I know that you're probably thinking, well, she wouldn't own up to talking about me behind our back. Um, she wouldn't own up to talking about me or my family behind our backs. But hopefully she would, or at least give some kind of alluding to she has a particular issue. Right. And so I do think it would be worth hearing her out. Now, there are clear boundaries, which I think you should maintain, which is if you are if you can gossip about me and my family behind our back, mm. I don't appreciate that. That's not something I expect to go- happen going forward. If you have an issue with my family and I, come and say it to my face. And I think that's a boundary you should be able to maintain and standards you should be able to maintain. And I think you should communicate that the issue isn't necessarily... Wasn't necessarily just that she was talking about you. Well, it wasn't necessarily just the issue. It was the fact that she was saying it behind your back Mm. and she couldn't come to you and say it. And I think that that's the two things you need to confront what her issue is and the fact that you didn't appreciate the way she went about dealing with her issue. And so you have every right to bring up every face of the problem and the dynamic that you guys are currently facing, as awkward as it may be. I think if you think this relationship is worth redeeming and it's something you would want to pursue going forward. Especially because your family is pretty much always in your life. You're probably going to see her at family reunions or events or (laughs) weddings or something. And these are the sort of things that can fester within families for decades, if you're Mm. not careful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so definitely if you want to pursue this relationship and you feel like this is what you need in order to complete that cycle of forgiveness, then definitely embark on having that conversation when you, where you lay out all of your cards and all of your feelings and exactly where they stem from. Um, And then, proceed from there and see what her attitude is like now when it comes to reconciliation it requires two active participants who want to reconcile and so if she's coming with like arrogance or something that seems very hesitant to um, own up or take accountability for the things that you've heard should she admit that she's done it um, or should you realize that she actually did do it then you've done your bit. Like you've actually said your piece, you tried, you initiated some kind of um, discussion to Mm. reconcile. And if it doesn't move forward because she's unresponsive, then you did your bit. And I think it's good to be able to just have clean hands in a situation that Absolutely. says, I tried. So that's what I would advise. I'd say if this if this person meant something to you before this situation happened, then it may be worth pursuing reconciliation. Mm. How about you?
2: I love that, Courtney. And I love the fact that you made the distinction between obviously what she had fed, but yeah. also the way that she went about yeah. it. Because it's often the delivery. I'm sure, you know, whatever she fed may have been very, very hurtful. But the delivery is often something that can really harm relationships. So I'm really happy that you know, you highlighted that. I don't think there's much else that I would add to that beyond maybe if you can leveraging the relationships that you have around you to cushion the blow or mm. like cushion the tension. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned your dad actually saying, wait, actually hear her out. Um, I'm not sure what your relationship is like with your dad or if there's even any other family members that you may want to kind of, kind of like go to. Yeah. Um, but if you are having kind of like some frustrations, it may be worth seeking wisdom from them. Um, really trying to understand at least in, in as much as some of the things that she may have said have been hurtful, trying to understand her own perspective as to why she fed them. Was it, you know, some kind of unknown anger or tension or resentment Mm. that you may not have been aware of that the wider family dynamic may Mm. have, um, been aware of? Is there any way that, you know, other people can, be a support system to you at this time um, or offer you some kind of encouragement as well. Um, So I definitely recommend that you really tap into the family that you have around you, because of course it's, you know, it's your cousin. Um, But I'm sure you have other family members around you that may be able to support you during this time as well. So don't, allow this to kind of like fester to the point where it almost damages some of the relationships that you have around you within your family. But think about the ways that you can actually leverage those relationships to come to some kind of resolution. And I think also... Decide what you would like as an ideal out of the situation. Mm. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you will have to be, you know, besties as soon as you've had the you know, conversation. Nobody ever likes pursuing conflict, but sometimes it needs to happen in order to find resolution. So decide what the best case scenario is for you so you can articulate that to her. It may be that, you know, you need a bit of time to like process and then also heal Um, But ultimately would still like to pursue a relationship. It may be, you know, that you may want to have a cordial relationship, Mm. but not necessarily a close one or an intimate one that you may have had before. So I would say spend some time thinking about what is the best case scenario for you in this situation Mm -hmm. and then pursue that with clarity when you are, you know, having your confrontation or having your conversation rather um, with your cousin. But sis, family drama that's a whole other episode in itself.
1: Oh my gosh! We,
2: I mean, we need we might need to revisit some of that the family the family dynamic because there's been a whole lot of nonsense that I've been seeing recently. But I also think that just family dynamics they are some of the most
1: crushing. They are some They're of the most so crushing, destroying. and I, I think it's that's it's the, a similar thing that we see in like why we wrote our book, right? Mm-hmm. When people are talking about relationships, they heavily focus on the romantic and how. Our personal development is affected by it, or can affect them. Right, but doesn't they often don't talk about friendship, and they really oftentimes can neglect familial relationships, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. because it's so contextual and like culture comes into play. And but they often are the most damaging to us, right? Even our relationship with extended family and the way we like trust or don't trust or feel judged or accepted, Mm. it can hurt us a lot yeah to the point where we don't realize it's hurt us until we're confronted with another relationship or confronted in another context and it's like oh
2: there's that trauma that i didn't resolve ages ago that
1: um that video that like went viral about Mm. um the cheating thing yeah I think it's interesting to just see how many people are like when you talk about relationships with parents in particular or like just family dynamics are struck by it Mm. not even just the the people who were in there basically confessing that they are adulterers but the people who were (laughs) especially the women or some of the men who were like this is actually my dynamic Mm. with my dad and how I feel about him and I think it's so sad to see that. Like, it's heartbreaking to think so many of us are dealing with so much familial trauma. Not to say this dilemma was traumatic, yeah. but like, just, yeah, a thought around that. A thought, honestly. Well, we also want to uh, take an opportunity to
2: say, look, we did say that we hate men, We even preface with the whole we actually hate People whore, are, is it a,
1: it's a sick, comprehension, it's a comprehension problem? Sickness, it's a sickness. Is it that we're saying things in like a different frequency and they're hearing
2: that? And you know what I genuinely don't understand about when people engage with your day the internet? Why are you actually so
1: angry? Like, why you have you angry? actually come here to if be If the comments angry? section is where you want to let off steam, you pop off. But I actually I recommend boxing. <laughs> I think that you'll like it. Think of something more productive for yourself.
2: <laughs> like, maybe speaking to the men of your community. Oh, how about that? How about that would be that? helpful. Go for um, a run. You know, maybe blow off some steam.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> no, nah, because y'all will have a lot to say about women and uh, women should be looking like this. That they get in shape.
3: Um,
2: it's the action. It's the it go running, jogging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love some Steve, but also big up the women that have been literally fighting on our behalf trying to tell uh, these people you need to go and think about your own family. That's it. Anyway,
1: the sisterhood is running strong, man. Genuinely, we appreciate y'all. Thank you. We thank we you. Appreciate and shout out to all you. the newbies. There's been like a whole influx of people that have followed us recently, and, and that's it's, why like why welcome we'll never see our downfall because so many of you were in the comments shouting but so many people were following and liking and getting their healing and that's why we do this Please keep sharing and get engaging with our content. That's yes, right, Biggest Sisterhood, baby How about that? Let our
2: enemies be pepper. I heard you
1: don't like hot Ginger Ginger
2: Anywho, moving on into the meat and bones of the topic yes. Which is the anxiety behind adulting Man, man oh man Man So really and truly, I mm. wanted to talk about this, this topic because How the heck do you adult? You know what I mean? Like I just know
0: personally. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> like, just, just so you know, this is not speaking from a place of expertise. I, absolutely not. We've done things, I'm but we can't it tell off. you. Yeah, we can't tell you that we are, you know, experts. But it's really made me think, especially with some discussions that I've had with you, yeah. but also with some of our friends. Yeah. Some of our friends talking. You know, when folks, so when people around us are having. Well, you're okay. Man? I, I, <laughs> Anxiety is <laughs> coming. It was the anxiety. Whoa. Huh, Jesus, settle my heart. Take a break. The stress. The the, hallelujah. Glory be. The anxiety behind adulting. Mm. For example, we have like friends who will have babies and yeah. say, I still feel like a teenager yes, having yes, the child. We'll have friends who are getting and hitting their milestones and Mm -hmm. suddenly feeling overwhelmed because they have so many responsibilities all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. We have friends who are constantly like pivoting in their career and feeling as though I'm not adulting right because I don't have, you know, a three or four year streak in a particular industry or particular space. And I guess I wanted to start by actually asking you what are your thoughts on this whole idea of adulting and this whole idea of reaching the ultimate stage of maturity across the span of our adult Mm. life? Because I think that oftentimes we think that even at every age. And it's something that you said in one of our previous um, podcast episodes around the fact that we'll have these milestones for ourselves at particular times in our lives, whether it be your 20s or your 30s or your 40s that become symbolic of adulting or having reached this epitome of adulting, but can also equally cause so much anxiety and stress when they're needless milestones. Um, How is it that we really come to terms with adulting Mm. what does that actually look like for people how do we know we've become the adult right
1: oh that is really packed um I'd say firstly I I don't think there's one moment Mm
3: -hmm. that you
1: get to where you're like I'm a grown-up like we we often sit here at the big old age of 26 which is still very young um being like I still feel like a teenage girl Mm. and I think it's that um there may be that epiphany moment where you, you know, maybe you look your child, your first child in the face and you think, whoa, I'm this? a grown up. Who is I've this? I've produced. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who is this? But I do think there are some things which like give you that realization of, wow, like I'm actually a grown up. And I think mm-hmm. that concept of being a grown up is kind of surrounding, you know, independence and... Really having to stand on your own two feet and having to do adult things, especially surrounding like finances, planning and really stability. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us have this anxiety surrounding adulting because it feels like we don't have a stability. Right. Right. We haven't achieved that um, cool, calm and collected approach to the new challenges that come in life. And so we find ourselves wanting to run to. Other people for help and Mm -hmm. that feeling of like, oh, I actually need people's help can sometimes trick us into thinking I'm not an adult Mm because I can't handle this on my Mm -hmm. own. But, Mm -hmm. you know, life is not meant to be done alone. We're meant to be doing things in community and sometimes that community requires us to lean on other people. So I also think we need to interrogate our definitions of adulting and not just conflate it with complete or hyper-independence, um, right. but remembering that adulting still requires us to find ourselves being adults in community, mm, right? And being a grownups in Um, community and having maturity and I think that's another aspect of like independence maturity Mm. and the way you handle things and also the actualization of who you are right and actually discovering who you are I think a lot of us are struggling because we think by this time in this age I should know who I am Mm -hmm. I should know what I'm meant to be doing I should know my purpose I should know my plans and it's like why? Why Mm -hmm. this amount of pressure to know by now, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, And also mm -hmm. the ex... The the acceptance that You're always going to be growing And so whilst you may have a plan for 26 Your plan may change at 27 And that may change at 30 And that's actually okay It doesn't make you less of an adult Mm -hmm. Right Mm -hmm. So we can look at adulting From the the aspect of age You know once you're 18, 21 plus Whatever your culture Kind of recognises Or your government Kind of recognises As a lawful adult And then you can look at it From the stage of When do you kind of Break that tie Mm. From being hyper dependent To becoming somewhat independent mm. like is it moving out is it buying your first home is it wh- like what is that marker for you making enough money where you don't have to ask anyone else like is that what the marker is so i think also that that can to some extent be self-defined yep. but then there are other cultural expectations which means that some of these things are universally defined for us like i would argue if you're like 35 and you're still hyper dependent on yeah. somebody i mean. i mean unless well, other I mean- factors
2: I mean, in some cultures, it's uh, permissible for you to be still dependent on.
1: This is the thing. So it's like culturally defined. So I think that that also brings another element of pressure because there's the social context fighting against our present realities Mm. around like, okay, what's my current financial situation? What's my current educational level, job prospects, whatever it is that you use to mark independence? And how does that fight against or not even fight against, how does that differ or assimilate to cultural expectations? You know, by this age, you should have this. By this age, you should have that. Mm -hmm, Is mm -hmm. that actually my reality? right? And then sometimes that's what makes you think, I don't have a grip on this adulting Mm. thing because the world is telling me or social media is telling me or culture is telling me, my family is telling me by this age, you should have X, Y, Z, these markers of success or these markers of independence or maturity. Mm. And I don't have those Mm -hmm, things yet. I don't mm -hmm. have the house. I don't have a partner. I don't have, and then you start to think, I should actually be worried that my adulting is not going successfully. And I do think all of these are very valid. And as much as we can sit here and encourage people like, oh, don't worry about it. Make your own like definitions of success. Make your own this. Make your own plan. Make your own path. Those things get to you.
2: Yeah, they do. Those things have
1: real consequences on our emotions and our thoughts about ourselves Mm -hmm. and whether we feel like we belong or we're accepted or we're approved of Mm -hmm. um and so i i think where we need to stand in terms of the way we define adulting is really around what does independence look like for me what does self-sustainability look like for me um and how do i actualize that how do Mm. i manifest that um In my emotions, my relationships, my community, my work, my finances, yeah, um, my relationships, all of the things that make me as a person and actually sustain me in this as a human being. How do I get on top of that to be at this stage of sustaining myself and actually setting myself up to some degree? for longevity into the future right especially now that this is not the responsibility of my parents or my mm, guardians mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and that's another thing we have to kind of accept that now we are our own stewards like Crazy. we can't really look to anyone else to be like oh why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that and it's like it's on you now like something that brought Adulting really to the forefront of my mind is as we're preparing to travel, one Mm -hmm. of my suitcases broke. Mm -hmm. Like the last time we traveled together, my suitcase broke. And I didn't buy a new suitcase because my thing is if I need a suitcase, I'm going into my mum's room taking it in. no no for real i hear you know i'm going into my no, mom's but why room. is it that aunties always have like lots of suitcases that you can use because over the years yeah they've been doing their looking and searching right. through tk maxx uh, you know what one thing a mum could do is look through tk maxx and find a steal and she's gonna find something Just, good something durable too there we go that's a mother's edge but yeah um that's what i would do right but I don't live with my mum no, anymore. You don't. And so, as we're coming <laughs> to this new, I've just realized crap, I need to order a suitcase. Right. Me on my own, uh, so I don't much. know what makes a good suitcase. And you know
2: what it is? It's actually spending money on things you need, but you exactly. actually don't want to spend money on, and suitcases are and one also of them. things
1: that have just always been there. G- oh. They've just always been there. Like, what, every, you can attest to this. I always run out of toilet roll at home. <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, it was just it there. Was, it was and it's not because I was reckless or oh, you don't have a sense of it's because I was taken care <laughs> of. You know? I was I was taken Auntie, care of. Auntie, you did so. She well. did a great job. There are she some things well. I am not aware of in life. And now to get to this point of like you You're the it. grown up now. You're yeah. the one who has to take care of yourself and your well being and prioritize that. It's been someone else's priority, right. but now it's on you. Right, right, right. And so, even this idea of like, what does it look like to even make your well being, your mm-hmm, sustenance mm-hmm, a mm-hmm, priority mm-hmm. to you and doing the work that's involved? But I talked no 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 I
2: absolutely love everything that you said it was given point evidence explanation and there's just so many pointers in there that I actually want to touch on mm. I love that you started with adulting is done in community yes because oftentimes we think of adulting as a solo endeavor, yeah, a solo escapade I'm going out into to sell my wild oats alone yeah. and it's actually the loneliness that adulting can cause mm. that is one of the most like silent and biggest killers good. for a lot of folks in this generation and for me what has been so beautiful about my adult journey is I feel like in terms of some of the milestones and the confidence that I've come into as an adult has been by virtue of tapping into the resources of people that I had around me so checking in with you know my best friend checking in with some of my other friends that are doing really Mm. incredible stuff like even basic things like Okay, what kind of sustenance do I need? Yeah. It's actually from living with you, I'm like, okay, like there's certain things that we need for the household. Yeah. You know, it's that whole mentality of like, how do I take care of like it's not just how do I take care of me, but it's like, how do I take care of us? Mm. Or like how do how do we take care of ourselves yeah, yeah. together? Yeah. Um, and that's been really, really helpful because as somebody that, you know, obviously wants a family at some point in the future, having that us mentality is yeah. useful because. Life just does not prepare you for that. You know, when you have your first child or when you you move in with like a guy or whatever, yeah. it's like life doesn't actually prepare you for that yeah. until you cultivate those kind of necessary skills so by defining your adulting yeah um so i love that you touched on the community element of adulting because guys this adulting thing is already long enough yeah there are certain things and i think there's certain inalienable inalienable things that we can't avoid as That's adults nice i know it's such a beautiful i think there's certain things that we can't get away from you already know our biggest faux pas is bills um uh. and that reminds me much like the toilet roll example Things like bills always reminds me I'm an adult. A grown-up. Money I feel A grown-up. There's been so many times where me and Courtney have sat down and said, we need to continue making money because the bills need to continue being paid. Things like council tax. Yeah. Council tax. I've called you guys out so many times on this podcast. (laughs) If you want to stop, see something. If you want to see something ASAP, that would be great. But even like sneaky things like the breakdown of a laptop. Yeah. Or, like the breakdown ah, of
1: like a. <laughs> God, sorry. <laughs> hey, God, guys, you know what my laptop. So basically, I my laptop broke, try. right? And my profession requires a that laptop. computer. The things bill that I need. got slapped
2: with, him, I said, whoa. It's things. Nah, Courtney. Whoa, the okay. housing deposit is to getting quote, further and further to away. Quote- to go off on the tangent, I'll come back to my adulting point. To go off on a tangent, it's when things break that you didn't necessarily pay for before that you realise, oh,
1: I'm an adult. My thing is oh. when HMRC sent you a letter. Because the, hey, 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 you owe us money, it's loud.
2: <laughs> but then when it is, you need to give me back
1: my refund. That font is it's size tiny. nine. It's... That font is size nine. I have to Zoom. And, and they only like... give you 30 days to claim it. They say if you don't claim it, in 30 days. But if I don't give you your
2: money. All of a sudden... You got all the paper in the world. What happened to sustainability? You're sending me post as well as emails as pages. well as calling me. <laughs> hmrc the evil you have to stop real. it but it's things like that right random things will break like yeah. the lights will no longer work yeah. or like you know something you actually need for work will break or like oh you need
1: new shoes yeah. you know things <laughs> things <laughs> literally <laughs> things. functional things so, that's and like, this is what gives you ah. such sorry that, so you <laughs> could go back to your point but it gives you such great appreciation from the, right. well, the people who have provided for honestly, you honestly like, honestly like especially like parents, parents or people and i know sometimes like it can be very annoying i guess we just talked about familial trauma and it's like oh you can you can harrow in on these things but sometimes you need to give people their no, give them their props man because just taking care of ourselves your is parents so stressful. your parents will be doing
2: ah oh, i fed you i clothed you and these are b- basic sustenance basic. and i you know we're not 100%. disputing that however it's when you don't have to provide quite a number of these things by yourself that you're like
1: oh no, I, I must go back. Oftentimes on I a set, especially if you like came from a low socioeconomic background, right. oftentimes on a similar paycheck or if not less than yeah. we are currently yeah, 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 making yeah, yeah. Yeah, as like 20
2: yeah, yeah. something. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? And you know what? For me, I want to just say a big shout out to like even our sisters that are parents right Mm. now, because having the space to think about yourself and your well-being and then having to think about other people. And this is why when we're saying you need to heal and be self-sustaining and all that kind of stuff, it's important Mm. because if you are seeking to expand the community around you, especially when you have a caregiving responsibility, you need to make sure you got you for real you have to for especially if you can because i know it's not a privilege for everyone and not everyone is in that situation but if it is something that you want in the future it is necessary for you to prioritize yourself now because how many people
3: like
2: run especially women and that's a point that i want to come to you next
3: yeah.
2: so many of us run into this socially defined narrative of being the mother yeah. or the wife or being the caregiver forgetting that before we are able to give ade- adequate care to others we need to give ourselves that adequate yeah, care good. like it's necessary for us to prioritize ourselves and understand what that actually looks like mm. so that we don't have to go on that journey later on in tandem with all of those responsibilities mm. and exactly. i think what's so frustrating about adulting is the older you get, the more responsibilities come it your way. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It gets bigger it and hotter. You stop. get promoted, it means you have more responsibilities. Yeah. You move to a nicer area or a bigger house, it has more bills yeah. that you have to pay. You decide to get married, there are more responsibilities yeah. and expectations that you need to fulfill. Yeah. It's almost like adulting feels like the game with no final boss. This and after it. you've
1: beaten each final boss at there's the end it. of each level, there's another one that you have there's to slay. One. And it's it's crazy I think it, feels so challenging because it also doesn't come with transition periods. No, like uh, there are no, once the baby's here, it's here. Once uh-huh. you're pregnant, you're pre- like it's, once you're, you've got that promotion, the work starts now. Once you've got that house, the bills keep coming. It's like, mm-hmm. where is my transition period? Where is my easing it's in? My where worries. are my breaks? There aren't no breaks. There, there aren't any breaks. Sorry. Whoa, that grabber and was terrible. Is- <laughs> that's the stress it gets <laughs> into <laughs> me.
2: Whoa. Jesus is, is present in the room today. But Jesus.
1: no, there are, aren't any breaks and I think that's what can make it so stressful it's like the next thing the next thing and you're constantly having to expand your capacity and it just feels like you're about to burst like you're actually about to implode or explode. And it's like, whoo, this is why wellness practices really matter, right. but also the community aspect of mm-hmm. being able to go to people and like I am about to explode. Like I feel facts, like there are facts. too many things on my to-do list. Don't know how I'm gonna provide for this. Don't know where my next this is gonna come from. Um, and just having that support and comfort and pooling of resources and advice. Absolutely. Um, but it is another thing that adds to our anxiety because it feels like you're constantly being thrown oh. into new things and like how do I learn but you literally just evolve and adapt and I think that's actually encouraging in some way because Mm. you realize that no one is adequately prepared for the next phase of their life exactly in the sense of I mean adequate might not be the word but like perfectly prepared. I think that's, we're expecting ourselves to be perfectly prepared for marriage, perfectly prepared for the next role, perfectly prepared for motherhood. It's like, actually, no, you get thrown into it and you learn to swim. And you have to, there's just certain lessons that you can only pick up by doing.
2: The job. Like, I think adulting is one of the few things in life where it's like, you actually do have to yeah. learn on
1: the job. There's nothing that you can do to prepare yourself no, fully. No, other books. No. You can equip yourself with like principles exactly. and certain and frameworks. But once you get to the nitty gritty, it's just so unique to your experience and your background right. and everything around you, right. your dreams, that no one is perfectly prepared for a future that's not yet here. Absolutely.
2: And also before we kind of get into speaking about like women's experiences, yeah. I think it's also necessary to acknowledge that adulting is actually tiring. Like, it's, it's actually okay to be tired. This thing is tiring. Think about it. You're working every day. Even take that whole labor thing. <laughs> that whole labor, this whole economy we've decided to create. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were saying it in one of our last episodes that Jesus paid it all. and like, yeah, here we are still paying. Being asked to pay for every stuff.
1: Every day. How many y'all to take the blood as a currency? You're going to have to take that. take and the blood.
2: <laughs> Specifically with no repayment. Please. Um. Because your interest rates are rising. <laughs> if, Whoa. You if we even start talking interest, about mortgage rates. Oh. Anyway,
1: let's not stress you on it. Yeah,
2: what we want to do is lower your blood there pressure. There we go. Up. But just acknowledging that adulting is tiring. It's tiring it's to be exhausting. an adult. It's tiring to be self sufficient. It's tiring to have to be your own support system. Yeah. It's tiring, and that's okay. Yeah. And what I wanted to pivot into speaking about was specifically women, because yeah. I find that social narratives and norms around Women, women's maturity levels, adulting have definitely fed into a lot of women feeling under pressure to cosplay yeah. as adults yeah. very very early on mm-hmm. even think about like things that are appropriate for younger girls to play play mm-hmm. house or you know play um in this caregiving environment and just thinking about as we continue to mature and continue to amass these different responsibilities mm-hmm. um as women both in our like individual context but mm-hmm. also in our larger communal context How has, in some ways, Mm -hmm. these social norms impacted the way that a lot of women interact with adulting?
1: I guess there's that, like, scientific (laughs) 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 fact that um, girls mature faster than boys. Mm. And, like, I think it's down to what you were saying, the socialization as well. Mm. I think that plays a huge aspect. The way that we are socialize whether it's primary or secondary really encourages us to grow up right Mm -hmm. and to especially in the area of caretaking and the fact that maturity is what precursors being able to take care of someone well so mature quickly so that you can get to that caretaking quickly and I think it's historical it could be linked to biological factors like Mm. but um you know for for idle fertile window and all of that stuff yeah but I feel like a lot of us are under the The pressure, because one, our femininity and our our ascension from girlhood to womanhood, so that maturity, adult, ascension into adulting, Mm. is so defined by childbearing and marriage, right? And that's oftentimes the marker, right? Or, you know, doing these things is what makes us a woman, and so for us it's like oh, am i really am i just a baby girl till i get married am i just a baby girl till i have a baby and it's like no you're you're actually grown you're actually a woman at whatever stage you feel like you've had that evolution mm. right um and i think a lot of us have that pressure surrounding when will my life get started right, right? which is when will i get my like it's code for when will i get married when will Child. i have kids when will i did it and it's like especially as social narratives are changing i think we're finding that no more women are like no my life is actually now like it's happening right Right. now right and people are still we've had conversations like this people are still trying to pull you back into like the more traditional stereotypical definitions of womanhood um but even with the new wave that we're going through it still comes with a lot of pressures because we're still contending with well what does it mean to be the ideal woman Mm. what is it to be the grown woman what is it to be a woman who is about her business or on her ish or making her own money and it's like damn am I not a woman if I'm facing real economic struggles right am I not grown am I not the independent um have I failed in some way in my femininity in my adulting if I'm experiencing poverty or Mm, if I, you know, mm, have mm. experienced some kind of loss or if my heart is broken or, you know, if I have, it's kind of this pressure to be, untouchable, unbreakable, you know, if you're grown, you've healed, you've done everything and you've, you've reached this level of perfection, which mm. is I am complete. And now you are equipped to face life head on. And this super, superwoman complex, right, which we talk mm. about quite a bit in our book, but yeah. like this fact that once you become this woman who can do all things and be all things to all people, that's when you've really ascended to the highest form of womanhood. And it's like, when will our womanhood be detached from our achievements like as people and we get so caught up in I have to achieve I have to be perfect I have to be this perfect consumable person I have to be palatable I have to be there (laughs) for everybody even if it means I'm absent for myself like Mm. I just need to be present and well and good for everybody else and that will be the actualization of my my higher calling, you know, as a woman, it's like, that's not all you were made to be. Oh, honey. That's not all you were made to be. Like you are a woman and it's not that, that title, or you know, that experience is universal. Right, And it's not that it's now a badge of honor. It just is. And I think so many of us are looking for identity in our achievements, identity in our relationship status, mm-hmm. our identity in our job title. And it's like, your identity is just, you're trying,
2: babe. Oh,
1: okay. You're I trying. That you, I that you
2: said that you're trying. You're trying. actually you're trying. Because I think
1: especially as you become
2: an adult, there's less people that are fighting in your corner or yeah. less people that are acknowledging that you're trying. Yeah. Think about it. When we're going through the education system or as we're getting older, we have our parents to look on to give us that validation. Yeah. As soon as we become adults, yes, we have our friends, but even our friends become more and more distant yeah. with the reality of adulthood. right? Well, they don't right? think we need the affirmation or exactly. the support. So even actively finding that affirmation that you know what look I'm actually doing okay and learning to do that for yourself as well is really really hard like there's been so many days where like I've just woken up like on the complete wrong side of the bed Mm. and the day is just bad and having to learn how to affirm myself and say you know what Renee today's a bad day but you're trying you're
1: actually trying and like it then causes us to magnify all the gaps and Mm. all the things we haven't done and we can't then really acknowledge and be really proud of how far we've actually come. Like right. it always just, And I think women, a lot of women face that feeling of just never being enough, mm. never doing enough, not yeah, being yeah, good yeah. enough. There's always that gap of like, this is what I miss. This is the things on my to-do list, which I didn't tick off. These are the things that I'm yet to do still. And it's like, if you look at life that way, you'll start to be deceived into thinking you haven't done anything. That with all your time, Mm. you've wasted it, right? And it's like, no, you've been doing something. There's a reason why you're tired, right? There's a reason why you're exhausted. There's a reason why even you are where you are to be aiming for more because you've gotten to this point where what you have doesn't even seem enough. Mm. And yet you've achieved so much, right? And so I think there's that element of having to Not necessarily praise yourself, but I think really contextualize everything and say, you know what, I've given it a right old try
2: a well, right old a you know, right old
1: try and a lot of these things actually I've done well and I think even being able to get to that point of growth where you're like actually no I may not be where I want to be but where I am right now she did that yeah oh, yeah yeah smashed it I smashed it oh, I smashed it thank you very much but
2: there's even that right I think a lot of women contend with that not wanting to seem arrogant, arrogant or boastful wanting yeah. to seem humble and all that yeah. kind of stuff but your humility is actually making you depressed is and this is and is it humility really? exactly is it, is it not self deprecation really Giving self-deprecations you know what I mean? You did it well. And I think even the fact that you've been able to sustain yourself, whether you feel like you've done it badly or you're actually still breathing. You you know, there's certain things that I think
1: you opened your eyes today. You opened
2: your eyes today. Some of you have roof not a sun in like our parents, some of you have roof um roofs over your head. These simple things.
1: It's gratitude. I
2: think practicing practicing gratitude for a lot of us will help us unlock the doors around adulting and really come to enjoy adulting as well. And I think even with the whole milestone conversation, by my 20s, I should have done yeah, this, yeah. by my 30s, I should have done this. I wanted to talk briefly about like the comparison, not just like in amongst and intergenerationally, mm. but sorry, not intragenerationally, but intergenerationally yeah. too. So thinking about the fact that for some of our parents, they yeah. were able to get a mortgage Definitely relatively They had higher salaries in, you know, reference to their buying power and their spending power. They were able to do a whole bunch of things. Some of them were leaving home when they were 18. Meanwhile, some of us haven't left home and like we're pushing 30. So (laughs) thinking about that, how... Can we overcome this feeling of I'm not good enough because Mm. my idea of adulting is, you know, my parents, my idea of adulting is, you know, all of the markers of adulting Mm. that have come from a previous generation Mm. that have Mm. remained and lingered, even though my reality is telling me, look, you may not be able to get the house until 35 instead of 25, or you may not be able to feasibly find a life partner until like 40 as opposed to 30. Yeah. Uh,
1: Different economic terms I really think it's important (laughs) to No, no, no Different economic terms Because Even sometimes You have to put these things In context For other generations Because that's where The pressure can often come from By your age I was doing this Whoa Hold up a minute First of all By your The type that she was with Your salary was like Five times what they offered now Thank you very much And also How's this worth five pounds You could
2: buy You could buy it for a penny back so, Do day. you get what I mean like,
1: <laughs> So I think there's um, Contextual And I think our parents Especially now That like if, Especially if you have Maybe Um parents that have migrated from another part of the Mm. world, there can be that pressure of like, oh, we've done so much but also so much has Mm. changed and I think... Try to set you up well. It's like, yes, you have, but one thing we couldn't predict was economic crisis and bad leadership. Emphasis on the... No, don't kill the bad leadership. (laughs) Let's be serious. Emphasis on the crisis. We're crying. Economic crisis and I think our generation needs to... I know people say, oh, you're so soft, but really and truly when you look at the landscape with which we are like players in Mm. it is crazy like look at house prices look at salaries like this is why people in france are constantly rioting there's too much i love the french for real more power to you there's too much going on. There are mm-hmm. too many factors we're actually up against. And I know it's it's not this woe is me because so many of us are still killing it, right? How mm-hmm. many people mm-hmm. are still buying mm-hmm. houses in this situation? Absolutely. Still, and I know we're using these very traditional markers of success and it's not everyone's goal. Like your goal may not be a ha- buy a house and that's completely fine. Um, but for a lot of people it is and that's what they see. So that's what I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. But I think we see people still doing these things and kind of pushing past, but there's yeah. no denying that they're pushing against a lot, right? There, There's a lot coming into play and like the fact that, yeah... Because of how much we have to work and how much we do or don't earn or how much buying power our salaries kind of get us, having kids, we may have to delay that. Buying a house, you may have to delay that. And I think contextualizing that for your parents or your aunties, your uncles, um, even though that's their present world, I think they can take for granted Mm. the fact that what they did was aided or just contextualized by their economic situation. And we are just living in a completely different time, but also just being kinder to yourself and saying, okay, if these are the things that I do desire, how do I practically make a plan to achieve them in whatever given time frame is realistic to me? Some people's time frame realistically is not gonna be the. It will take me five years to buy a house. Right. For a lot of people, it's like fifteen. Like it will take me a long time, and I think you have to then contend with that and be okay with that, um, and that then helps you to take off the pressure and know that I'm doing things according to my own time. I don't need to feel rushed. I will get there though, you know, at some point. And who's gonna beat you? No one. And that that's another thing. Like I. I need us to stop being scared of like the, the they DJ Khaled talks about. Like they? they, who are they? The like It's actually okay. And I, I actually think to some degree, this is made worse by having to lead a public life and like public Jeez. accessibility to our lives right, and right. public praise for the things that we have done. Having to, feeling the pressure to share your milestones on social media, I think contributes to this a lot right because no longer are you just okay with getting by or just doing things by your own pace right, right, you right. now feel this sense of urgency or this sense of competition in comparison to now share that hey i've done this right even I some know of you- the people you're i don't know you you don't know me at all And I actually don't know the behind the scenes of this picture either. Mm. I don't know the behind the scenes of this move that you just made. Mm. Um, But there's this sense that like, oh, I need to keep up with people. You don't have to keep up with anyone. And if the ability to liberate yourself from that pressure is you having to log off for a bit or you having to lead a more private life, then do that. Because you're actually going to drive yourself more crazy. And dare I say, even keep yourself further away from your goals, your holistic goals. If you feel like you need to keep up with appearances and keep up with the joneses Mm -hmm. you're going to damage yourself even more you may think it will drive you to success and i do think there is a place for healthy competition but most times when social media comes into play it's not healthy competition because you don't know what's going in uh, into the real like your competitors output you don't know what's going into it you don't know what they're doing you're not even running the same race on the same track at the same time for the same distance is this a fair competition it's, if it's got to be healthy, it has to be fair. Right. For a lot of it's it, giving, we're not actually competing in a fair way. It's
2: giving inequitable, It's giving it's that.
1: And that's level, another right. thing, right? A lot of us are not coming from the backgrounds where we actually have that equity, exactly. right? Where exactly. we actually have the, the, the launching pads that other people have had who have had access to generational wealth or oh. certain privileges or certain... Um, things social constructs which actually allow us to succeed in this capitalistic world and it's not to say oh you have an excuse for your failure you Mm. have an excuse but there is a reason for the hardship you're facing Let's the, be real. Really Don't
2: kill me. But even that, right? Like how our adulting can sometimes be coloured by the fact that we want to be the first in our family, or like oh. the generational breaker, a generational broker, a breaker. And it's like, whilst you want to do all these things, this can also facilitate that sense of urgency. Mm. Like I need to break through now, 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 because yeah. I'm not just thinking about myself. I'm thinking about my whole family presently, yeah. but also my whole family in the future. Yeah, and that's
1: scary. A hundred percent. But you, sh- that pressure. Like I think so many of like. So many of us want to achieve that breakthrough. And it's like, you can't achieve breakthrough if you are broken. You actually can't.
2: For the people on the back to do quite hard.
1: Breakthrough comes to make you whole. It comes to make an opportunity for you to really appreciate the successes that are coming. You can't, oftentimes you can't force these things. They're a breakthrough for a reason. And I think so many of us want to like force the breakthrough Mm. to happen. And it's like, no, no, take the diligent steps Take the diligent steps and make sure that you're not breaking yourself in the mm. process of getting there. Because what you're going to do is just displace the dysfunction to a different place, That's right? Good. So, for example, the dysfunction or the, the breakthrough you're trying to achieve maybe in, in the area of finances, maybe you don't come from a wealthy family and you want to be the one that brings that breakthrough. Okay, fine. But are you now going to displace that tension and now put it on the health aspect of things because you're working around the clock like and the now dog. you've gotten a health complication, which now becomes another generational problem, right? Or you're now, t- do you get what I mean? Like you're now teaching your children work is more infam- important than community. This is true. Work is more important than familial ties, right? How many of us have seen because of, the need to make money let's not deny it parents that have not been home who have not been at you know very important moments who have been burnt out depressed and not known how to speak about these things or had bad relationships with debt because of how much they've needed to Mm. provide and now they can't provide their children with emotional connection or their children do not grow up with that kind of emotional capital or emotional intelligence or even worse they now have a bad relationship with finances they were provided for but they now don't have a good relationship with debt
2: Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. like that
1: like if you're going to cause breakthrough, you actually have to destroy the tension. You can't just displace it. That's good, you can't man. just put it somewhere else and hide it somewhere can't else. can't be hidden. It can't. One well, thing about breakthrough is you got to break through. There you go. Not just enough. And also you've got to leave the curse behind. You oh, can't just carry it through with you. Or we'll do tag. Do you, you get what I mean? It? Someone else can deal or with it. Like
2: <laughs> You'll close the door on one demon. Well, there it's seven decline. Here
1: come seven more. Seems like an opening. you got to close all those doors, but Closing all those doors take, di- takes diligence. Mm. It takes focus. Mm-hmm. It takes attention to detail. But it takes pacing, mm. right? Like, th- I know there are certain like breakthroughs that happen overnight and oh my gosh, now I'm an instant success. But how you many instant successes? Now. Yeah, right now. But how many instant successes have become instant failures? Yeah. Or right think after. about
2: like one hit wonders. It's there like, you go. actually
1: thinking about their body of work?
2: And this stage, is it
1: providing for them still? And is it actually sustainable? Because so many of us want breakthrough from generational curses, but we're not going to be able Able to provide generational breakthroughs because Mm -hmm. they have been so instant and momentary. Mm -hmm. It's just been for us, Mm -hmm. right? It's just been my breakthrough for me, but everyone else in the community. And then hoping that,
2: you know, the offshoot of my breakthrough will liberate everybody else. It doesn't work that way. And also, just again, thinking about community, right? You don't have to break generational curses by yourself. There we go. Buddy up. Look, these generational curses, they're not in short supply, they're everywhere. (laughs) It's not a scarcity. <laughs> it's everybody not a scarcity. Is dealing, everybody is dealing with some kind of sense of the father or the mother, yeah. you know, from generations past. Yeah, yeah, Buddy are yeah. yeah. like I'm telling you, like Gang up on evil Do you know what I mean Like We often think Oh I'm gonna carry this load By myself And it's like There are certain Generational curses That we even speak of That resonate with you strongly Or resonate with your friends Buddy up If it is that you want to get Liberated in the finances Buddy up with someone There you go You know Like found a business With someone Or go into some kind of um, Monetary agreement With somebody else That can actually support you Or help you out If it is in any other area Of your life Think about the people That you have around you That may be facing Something similar or have the knowledge and understanding on mm-hmm. how to overcome that can actually help you out. 100%. And if you want to like thinking about even pacing, sometimes it's through engaging with other people that you can speed things up considerably. There you go. Rather than relying on yourself to be the breakthrough, it's like why don't you break through with other people? Huh. Because one thing about force is the more force that you can put behind something, the more force that you that will actually be exerted on the other side. So why not grab more people to yeah. exert more force, force in order to facilitate a bigger breakthrough? There you go. And it's just it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that the generational curses are around like mm-hmm. this. They're just floating around. It's almost <laughs> as though, no, genuinely. And I feel like some of them have really like beefed up. Like they've been going to the gym, especially 100%. in twenty it was 2020 that all of them started <sighs> 100%. when the gyms were closed. Yeah, all the of generational them were curses.
1: <laughs> it's our <now>
2: time. <laughs> the generational curses said It's our time. We're beef it's boys. time. You don't know, demand them that like, go to the gym it's and real. they end up looking like fists because Bruh. they've been them generational curses, they've been steroids, lifted. Like...
1: They've been taking illegal <laughs> substances. That's why they say headshot firstly.
2: Um,
1: but I think so... I think what's so interesting as well, is like oftentimes generational curses, we want to pursue the things that actually, or we want to change the things that are actually symptomatic of a root issue, yes. right? And. I actually think the way we're going to be breaking generation nor curses in our generation is just mindsets. Mm -hmm. Like we actually need to break certain mindsets and the way we have approached certain things, certain patterns, things that we've accepted as culturally normal or, you know, socially acceptable or, you know, even small things like what happens in this house stays in this house. If we just kill that mindset, we actually break a whole bunch of curses and, and things which are the manifestation of that Especially right so the house is evil boy do you get what i mean <laughs> so it's even things like if you are trying to be the curse break of your family financially yeah. and that's how you see you know yourself as a successful adult it could just be educating yourself about money mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. getting out of debt little by little or being able to put certain savings away it may not be the whole oh i bought the first asset you know in the house it could just be i'm gonna pass on to my little sister or my little brother or my child this is how you you know save 10 percent of your money Absolutely. this is how you um use credit cards well this just small stuff or just being taught that you shouldn't be afraid of making more money or you don't need gr- greedy amounts of money whatever it is that you're facing find the root cause of it mm. right what is the root belief that was passed through generations that brought us to this point absolutely you know even like is it that we believed that i don't know it's okay for a man to beat his wife If that was passed down generationally, let me be the person who maybe doesn't get married first, you know, or doesn't become the first again, but actually breaks this whole like belief that women should be abused. Let me just hold my standards and maintain them no matter the social consequence. And that will be me breaking the generational curse.
2: And let me chill.
1: You know, like, let me take a step back because we're in such
2: a rush to break some of these generational curses in a big way that sometimes it's just the compounding of small movements yes. and small motions, you yeah. know, it doesn't have to be the big, I'm doing the big hurrah or I'm doing the big motion to like completely break this thing down. Sometimes it's the daily
1: things that we do that can Facts. make the most difference over time. Facts. Oh, do take time, baby girl. Take, take your time. time. And the thing is a lot of you who listen to us, like our demographic stats, um, 20s, 30s, you're young. You're young. You're going to be kicking yeah, it until you're time. like 18. Even the babes in the 40s. Do you know what Bruh. I mean?
2: It's so funny how we're called to be adults from 18. Whoa. Because <laughs> wow, it, it's like 18 That's the Yeah, yeah. But you're an adult from like 18 to however long you yeah. live. You are going to be birthed and rebirthed multiple times over that period. Bruh. You'll get to like god willing your 80s Come and you'll on, still amen. be <laughs> turning Come up on. um you'll get to your 80s and that's like literally how much of your life will be lived as an adult yeah so it's okay if you haven't got things perfect yet and you're in your 20s Facts. girl you haven't even lived some of you have not even lived a quarter of your life
1: and yet. your brain is actually still developing like cognitively you're actually still developing okay. you're becoming a better decision maker you're learning how to respond to stimulus you're now coming to term with terms with the neuro pathways that have been formed over the formative 25 years of your life and you think you're going to have everything Everything figured figured out? out like it doesn't work that way give yourself some grace it was also so great. It's okay.
2: It's okay. Rest. It's not every day wake up and choose headache, you know. Sometimes
1: wake up and choose peace. Please, sometimes for peace. Is, it's an active decision, you know. It is.
2: <laughs> it is an active decision. No, no, it no. It actually no, no. is peace, peace is an
1: active decision. Peace requires your work and it re- it requires your decision to just live a peaceful life and sometimes that just means quieting everything else down Right. and sticking to your decision to remain peaceful and Absolutely. not letting anybody else rob that from you as well because Another thing that makes adulting stressful is when people think anytime they can come and add their wahala to your wahala. Hey. As in like the stressful questions that they come and ask you unprovoked. No, 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 no. Are you
2: getting married? Uh, do you, uh, what
1: not on a Wednesday afternoon. We can call, we can have this call at the Q4 review. Even then. But right now. It's got to be your business for you to be asking me that. And then again, it's like with boundaries, right? right. Like allowing people to not stress you out requires boundaries and mm-hmm. you making your boundaries clear i don't want to talk about this right now i'm not in the headspace to talk about this right now i might not want to talk about this with you so chill i'm on top of it i'm maintaining that i'll come to you when i need your help and i might not simple as that because you're not close enough to me to be asking me those questions. simple as that stop it. build your village and- build your village build your community talk to them about the close stuff everybody else Birds In- <laughs> <laughs> chirp, chirp, chirp. you said soft chirp chirp chirp, chirp,
2: chirp, chirp, all these birds. <laughs> but sisters that are listening to this and are not birds because you are part of this wonderful community mm. and part of this wonderful village, we would love to know your thoughts on the whole adulting thing. Yeah. how have you been finding it? Are you okay, genuinely? And if you're not, drop it like it's hot in the comments below and a sister the will actually face. tag team. And honestly, sisters, like we said in the beginning of this episode, what has been giving us so much life is just seeing and hearing sisters affirming sisters. So if you ever come across our page and you see a sister has dropped something on that has been you know laid upon her heart or a burden that she's been going through and you have some kind of word of wisdom yeah. or affirmation to give her, please, in the spirit of sisterhood, show her yeah. some love. That love could be so so important and so key to transforming her life transforming her day and just really just helping her feel affirmed comforted Mm -hmm. and encouraged to go about her business So so sisters if you're feeling blues drop it down and also sisters if you've got the clues to help the blues drop it down sisters we hope that you enjoyed this episode as Always you can come and continue the conversation, support us as we're, you know, it seems like we're waging warfare these days on social media unprovoked against people that are trifling. If you would like to never win. (laughs) I just anyone who's (laughs) there conniving, let me tell you. You shall not prosper. You're gonna get a seed, but you 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 shall prosper. Um, Uh so if (laughs) 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 you No, Queen Nikki. I would love to get her on the podcast. Queenie, Oh, we have a lot to talk about. Nikki Minaj. Oh, Nika if you he- oh, Nika. <laughs> if you're listening to this, we would love to have you because you just. Ha- oh. Anyways, let me
1: just leave that one in the atmosphere.
2: Uh, Not spin. can
1: you side sex me when you said I'm Nikki Minaj, Nikki Lowensky? What did you mean by that? Nick, uh, could you please give us mm. an understanding as to you know why you said what you said mm. and why you think you are the greats? When you said. When I see an itty-bitty piggy <laughs> in the market, what market were you talking about? Talk about the capitalistic Was it framework that the itty-bitty piggy found themselves in. When you said that you are not
2: um, Jasmine, and yeah. that you're Aladdin, mm. what were you trying to deconstruct What were there? the gender dynamics? The gender. She's a sociologist. What is they the representation her? that you were hoping to achieve wow. by asserting the...
1: Characteristics yeah. and the caricature mm. of mm. Aladdin. When you said all these heifers is my son, <laughs> what do you think about the interfamily, intergenerational dynamics that exist? No, stop it. Stop hip hop. In, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> do you know
2: why I actually have to phone call in the individual guys? <laughs> but if you would like to be part <laughs> you guys should be trapped in, in this it's episode okay we're gonna close out the episode we promise <clears throat> if you would like to continue to join in the conversation then please 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 follow us on all our social media Woo-hoo. we are on the tiktoks we're on the twitters we are on the instagram we're even on the linkedin that's we right actually are. opportunity because we're not just here to talk we're Absolute. here to do so please follow us on all of our socials at to my sister and it. the lovely lady that is giving us rich cousin countryside bumpkin it's giving black girl going to like italy france just you know outside at cd and of course come and follow me over at
1: Renee Kapuki we love to see it drop a five star review on the podcast you must you already know you must you already know drop a five star review we actually love to see it and be sure to sign up to the mailing list for weekly glowing and growing tips straight to your inbox we never miss we never lack like, we never forget about you never
2: forget about you because we love you, you. and guess We're what those brave. urchins on the internet they don't care about they don't
1: you give that. They, don't care. they don't give a time they don't care don't give a to they <laughs> they wish you we, bad weekend. we get. <laughs> so anyways make sure you plug into the mailing <laughs> list to my sisters.com and all the links you need for anything even if it's therapy are always in the show notes always in the description so definitely check that out sisters we love you we adore you we hope that you have an amazing week definitely follow on socials to see what we're getting up to in new orleans so yes. we'll talk to you very very soon and as always keep glowing and growing